What's going on, guys? Who is Tune here? Welcome to another episode of Afro Beats Weekly. Boys are back, but not really back, but we are back <laughs> one week early. So this episode is not like your regular format. The regular format resumes next week, but we just couldn't leave you guys hanging. You know, double drops an album. You know, we have to give you guys that review now. We can't escape it. I know you guys missed us. <laughs> shout out to you, it's Malcolm. Shout out Slim J, Sharon T2. Uh, shout out everyone asking when the pod is back we are back i don't know if i'm refreshed but we are back refreshed <laughs> i had a very boring break uh, so i'll just throw the ball in show's courts because now she'll throw you rope she'll attended all the concerts <laughs> <laughs> she did everything so let's go my g how you said how your holiday now yo bro i'm good man how you doing it's good to be That's back i'm tired i'm tired i, I can tell but yeah, you're too bad Yo, man, it was good. It was a good, nice 20 days in the UK. You know, hit Bro, up some shows. You know, it was, ah, it was fire. It was fire. It was nice. It was nice catching up with a whole lot of people. Yeah, ended up at the Ashake concert just before I got back. So that was that was a good look. How's that concert? Because I was seeing mixed reviews. Some people were saying, oh, it's good. It's started late. They didn't start late. And you were like, I, I think I tweeted it and you're not giving me like a response. So what was it like? Yeah. Being there in real time. So yeah, so proper the actual show. So I mean I can understand people's reaction for everything. That's before the show starts and after the show's ended. But like the actual performance was dope. Um I mean, came in, in a helicopter with yoga. I, I keep telling I told you yoga was the job. I still but don't like that song. <laughs> Continue. Came on yoga, but it was so different. Like I'm telling you, like with the choir singing, and he was coming mm. down on the helicopter. It's not, it's not a mad life. I mean, no other song. As in, no other song could he could have not come out to any other song at that moment because oh, every man. other song is too fast paced. So yeah, like, yeah. I mean, he was like literally like he was coming down from the heavens and then. Uh, he lands and it's straight into organized and i love like the actual how the the set flowed he did have um um the composers as well as his band yeah so that was another good thing i mean everybody knows composers um they're like they tour with davido and davido's main band so yeah he had them so it was nice those guys are those guys are stars and then he brought out the lead singer from Lighthouse Family when he did yeah, Sunshine. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that on YouTube. Yeah, right. And now it was mind blowing because we were surrounded by Gen Z people and they didn't know who he was. <laughs> <laughs> that was too funny, man. It was too funny. Like, so you just see a couple of a, yeah. a couple of millennials singing and just everybody around them just silent. Like, what's going on here? Yeah, but that was dope. Brown Friday. And the, the highest scream was when he brought out Tiwa Savage, like on my jam jam. Yeah, yeah, that was that was the that was the stuff. However, now so now this comes back to, so yeah. he had two set cha- like two outfit change. So okay. he came in when he was wearing the army fatigue. He went back, came out something else, and then I think after the Tiwa's performance, or maybe it was DJ Spino, he left, and then the lights came on. And so around this time, it's around like it's 11 o'clock. 
Yeah. And the lights came on and like people started leaving. And I was just like, ah, that's weird, man. He hasn't done like yeah, yeah, Peace yeah. Be On To You. He hasn't done Joe High. He hasn't done like, he hasn't yeah. done like a lot of songs. I was like, ah, this is weird. And then we didn't see the band at all. And then the lights were still on and they came back on stage. And they just did Joha and he just ran out. Mm. So the lights were still on when he did that song. Like, yeah. Came out, did Joha and he ran back out. And then that was it. Everybody now started leaving. And it's like maybe 11. So was it like maybe when you went backstage? So that's when, like, okay, um, like this show has to end. Exactly. So, what kind of yeah, because it? one. Exactly. Because one, the subway closes at 11.30. Mm. It's 11.10. If you had to like do more songs, I mean, the subway would be totally closed. Yeah. I'm, but that was not even the problem because... To leave the O2, it takes you at least 20 minutes. Okay. Or 15, 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah, I, 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 I get it. I get it. I get it from, from that perspective. Exactly. And that's where the mayhem started. Because by the time people go to the subway, the subway was now closed. I think only two trains left. So a lot of people were stuck. And so people now try to start taking buses or trying to get Ubers. And Ubers couldn't come there because there's so many people. And like it was just mayhem, literally leaving that place. So, cause I mean, I didn't get home to like two hours later. I go home like just past one a.m. Are you? So are you rich? You are very jealous. The problem. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yo, man, I take a bus somewhere, take an Uber. Somewhere. Like, look, it was a messed up journey just because it ended late. And now that brings it back to the point of it wasn't because. It ended late. Like, it wasn't his fault that it ended late, right? It's just because he had to start late. And why did he have to start late? Because there were so many seats, like, empty at 9 o'clock. Yeah, Yeah, right? You know, people hadn't come. Like, I mean, he said it was sold out. He said the show was sold out. We'll talk about it. I don't want to address that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so it was, it was but, so like it was sold out so but not sold out sold out but it was sold out i guess <laughs> it was, whatever they said i don't i'm not jumping into that yeah, but they said it was sold out cool yeah but there was just that you know some people just come late and the lit so the fact that some people were coming late there were just some seats around like you know the main area that's of course you know the camera people will pan i didn't know he was actually going to broadcast yeah. it so was, you know, people just pan and just see empty seats. They'll be like, hey, it's yeah. not so bad. You know, that whole thing. And so to save himself for all that rubbish, I think they just kept waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting until a lot of people had filled up the seats. Okay. And then that's when they started the show. So. Makes sense. Makes that. sense. Yeah. I think I think it was, I, I, like I said, mostly positive reviews. The only reviews that, that, were, in, that were bad was this. So it started late. It ended late. It ended abruptly. But I think everyone... Had a good time. I saw it on YouTube yeah. and it sounded and it looked very, very, you know, solid. It's, I mean, it's obviously it still has like a lot to do in terms of performance, um, stagecraft, and all that. But this is his first big outing, I think. Yeah. So I'm sure we'll learn as 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 it's going along. So yeah, man. Shout out Asaki, like they call him, man. Almost <laughs> definitely, he's gonna learn. He's gonna learn. Oh, so another thing I wanted to touch, you know, touch just because we're still on this point. He had two opening acts. Charlie Pop. Charlie Popo. <laughs> Charlie Poppy. My guy. And Lil Kesh. My goodness. Horrible sense. Anytime, anytime it's my goodness, I know what's coming next. <laughs> 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 
horrible, like absolutely terrible sets. Literally, mm-hmm. all they did was play their songs. They, the whole songs were just playing, and they would just ad lib the song. And Charlie Pop was just dancing. And I don't know, man. It was just, I was just like, what is this? Like, this is, this is terrible. And for Lil Kesh, like, who, who's been around for a while, I just thought, and he has like bangers, at least, yeah. that people know. Like, you can perform your songs, like, nobody's gonna beat you. And he just didn't. He was just there on the stage. He was just moving from side to side while his song was playing. I was just like, the DJ could have done this and would have saved herself, you know, you coming here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if I just rated like you know Ashake's parts, I'd rate it at least a seven point five. Okay, not yeah. too bad. Not too bad. I give it, no, I give it more. Good. I give it sounds more good. props for the fact that there was a whole lot of production doing. Like he had like singers, he had like you know he had a choir part for yeah. one set. You know the people that came in, you know the features that came in. He had a whole lot of no. I'm sorry, I give it an eight. I'll give it an eight. Okay. But, you know, there were just, like, maybe there were a couple of hiccups in the transition yeah. from one song to another. It happened twice. But besides yeah, that, yeah. everything was solid. Okay. All right. All right, then. Shout out Asake, man. Doing big things for Afrobeats. That's what we love <laughs> to see. That's what we love to hear. Um, <laughs> so, major albums we missed during the break. Um, I think we missed Unruly by Olamide. Tequila... Tequila Ever After by Adikunle Gold and Maverick by Kiss Daniel. For me, I don't know, man. Did you listen to this? Did you listen to these albums? So, I I believe it's only Kiss Daniel's album I didn't listen to. I told you already. I've mentioned this, okay. but I really like Olamide's album. Like I, it's an album I played multiple times. It just it's not i'm not saying it's you know i'm not rating it against you know anything he's done before like it's just yeah can i listen yeah. to this album and enjoy what it's i i enjoy it for what it is like i don't know it's, it's not having like crazy bangers that are going to play in the club no it's just yeah music that i can i can vibe to i, don't know, I really like the album i don't know man for me i, I wasn't really a big fan of because i listened to all three but like nothing really stood out for me didn't really enjoy them. I think the only songs I kept on Olamide's albums was, um, I think, Ginger and Street Jam. But other than that, I haven't really been able to go back to them to even bump them. I don't know. I, people are saying the Olamide album is actually good. Like you said, I think the, the most people's reviews just mirrors yours. Like, good album, nothing really crazy. So, if you like it, let us know. Um, use the hashtag AfrobeastWeekly. Hello us. But luckily for us, the biggest talking points in Nigerian music also coincided with one of the most anticipated album drops this year, Burners, I Told Them. So, um, not really backstory, but Burner was on his album promo run and, you know, <laughs> he said a whole bunch of things. Um went on a whole bunch of interviews, was doing his interview run, but the stuff that got everyone's attention was the Zane Lowe's comments where he said, Afrobeat music has no substance. Of course, reactions on reactions. What is your own reaction? Um, so, back, another backstory is, it's of no, how would you put it? 
is of no secret that I am a Burna fan. So yeah, I'll put that out there. Not just be like, oh, you, you know, you're working with him because you're Burner fan. So I'm, I'm saying it out now. <laughs> um, and with that said, he did say most Afrobeat yeah. songs don't have substance. And it's kind of funny because we say most Afrobeat songs don't have substance. You know, they're just talking rubbish. We yeah. say it ourselves. Yeah. We complain about it online as well. You know, I literally hear, you know, people talk about, oh, man, I can't rock with that song because I think they're not saying anything. Yeah. Now, the context about the, and how I felt like, okay, one, maybe he shouldn't have said it to Zane because, like, Zane didn't even, like, ask a follow-up question. Like, he didn't say anything. Like, he was just like, oh, yeah. they don't have, you know, and Zane just moved on to the next topic that he was talking about. Like, a, yep. a better, you know, a better platform would have asked, what yeah. do you mean by that? And which was the question, because it's the, what do you mean by that, that, you know, would have saved us all this back and forth. Yeah. And it is basically saying that, look, he, and he stated it there. He was like, look, everything is a good time. And which is most of what happens. Like everybody releases songs of Afrobeat party songs. Like literally that's what comes out. A body yeah. of work, yeah. you, you can take a look at it. Like most people release their singles. It's just a good time. Nobody's released a single where it's talking about hardship, um, you know, problems in Nigeria. Those would happen if, you know, people were releasing bodies of work albums, right? And then one single would be, you know, touching about different subjects or, or something of that matter. So what he was saying was that okay you know when you release albums or when you you know when you have albums there should it should mirror what life is it has your highs it has your lows crazy times good times but most people release albums and it's just good times from beginning to end I am, I, am, am i wrong yeah i, I think yeah I, I defy a little from you because personally um I feel like it's a very careless statement because, oh, first of yeah. all, um, and again, I think nobody's a gatekeeper of substance in music because what you feel like substance that is layered with like attention to details, lyrics, and all this stuff we consider deep is what some people consider boring. You know, like music can't sound the same. Like imagine if there was no turn up music, like everything was just deep lyrics and everything. But anyways, that aside. And I think also, like, the time of substance has passed. Because like, generally, like, these new guys, then Victoni, all these guys we praise, they are way more particular about their, like, lyrics than any other generation I've heard. And again, I think another big thing is, um, yeah, one, he's one of the biggest artists in Afrobeat right now. One of the biggest artists in, like, R&B and hip-hop, if I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not going too far. So he's, like, an ambassador of some sort. And it's like a point of contact to like Afrobeats, you know, the Afrobeats culture for a lot of folks. So I feel like it should be pushing the culture forward and not bashing it. And I agree with the guys that say like he's coming from like a place of arrogance and the fact that Nigerians always challenge him when he misbehaves. And I don't know why he allows that bother, he allows that bother him because everybody acknowledges his talent. Like everybody, like you hear Bonaba and you say like, oh, this guy's talented. Remember when we first reviewed him, we, we agreed immediately, first listen, <laughs> that this guy is, is, is a whole bunch of talent. So, but I think he doesn't, like he takes criticism of his bad behavior for hating. 
And to me, that's why I don't understand. Like, I, I think that's where I just, that's where I'm always confused about the whole burner thing. Like, we, like most Nigerians just say we are badly behaved. I don't think a lot of Nigerians are like, oh, this guy doesn't make music. I know bands, I said, we always call it like O3 and all that stuff. But it's really old one, like stagecraft, music, all those things. So I don't, <laughs> I don't quite get it. <laughs> that's, that's, I think that's my stand on this whole burner matter. Okay, so. Um, so again, I'm not talking about like, you know, his talk about, I, I didn't feel, I, to be honest, okay, now I'm trying to backtrack and try and you know, get my th- thoughts across before, <laughs> yeah. you know, there'll be snippet and be like, sure, said this. Okay. <laughs> um, I feel like it was a challenge that, hey, look guys, if you guys are releasing this music, not just only good times. Okay. You know what? It actually came after Zane asked about whiskey, right? Okay. Which was like him portraying something that was happening in the Niger Delta and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, exactly, from Rivers. And which is something that nobody would shoot a video for. Let's let's not, you know, be frank. Like in the past 10 years, no one would shoot a video for that if that wasn't if that was a song on their album. Everybody yeah. focuses on the party songs. So him feeling that, hey, look, there can be more substance in you doing you know you can do your music you can do your party songs but there should be more substance that's how i heard it and that's how i viewed it because that's what we've been saying like we can't lie that that's not what we've been saying hey look man i don't like this song he was saying nothing on this song or this person was talking nothing on that lyric like we've been talking back and forth about that yeah yeah and been talking back and forth about that. so i still say it was just a bad platform maybe because who he said it to and he just felt like, oh, why are you, you know, showing a, a bum bum outside or something, or something like that. <laughs> but yeah, I love those lines. Like, I just yeah, I love those lines. Like young, young Zen Lowry, like you can't just say, so, yeah. yeah, all these Afrobeat guys, no substance. Especially because all your music too is no substance. Like, you can't, you can't say okay, it's Z, all you give is substance because they, <laughs> we'll dig out the no substance music. So me, I'm just always trying to say like, exactly. So that's not what he was saying. Yeah, yeah, sometimes a little soft dance thing, man. Just like just trying like, to see where they be very like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think so too, man. Anyways, <laughs> that that was what happened, exactly. you know, on his um, yeah, that's it. Other thing, album run promo, you know, him trying to get on complex, doing all these things. So the album is out. Um, I told them by burner. So let's just segue um, nicely into that. The album dropped on Friday. And I've been enjoying the album so far. 14 songs. The album features Wu-Tang's Jeza and Reza, 21 Savage, Dave, Shea Vibes, Cole. Um, by Cole, I mean J. Cole. <laughs> Brian Messiah. And we have Tales on the production, P2J's, Creed, Lyrics, Steels, Bangles, and a bunch of other like international Grammy award-winning folks. So you're reading this album is sounding clean and crisp. And you know... Brian doesn't compromise on the sound, so it's it's a very well-produced album. I like the album, like I said earlier. I think standouts for me were tested, approved, and trusted. I'm a sucker for soul samples, so I naturally love Cheat On Me with Dave. And of course, Big Seven, The Play, City Boys. I don't know how I feel about that song with Shea Vibes, but maybe to grow on me. What? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know how I feel about it yet, man. I don't know. I just don't know. Anyway, let me quickly finish. And you know, like, he had to go spiritual with If I'm Lying. Um, I like that. 
Um, I like most people. I don't really care for things I get. I think it wasted the whole Jeko feature for me. What? And uh, let me just finish. <laughs> and the Butang Charlene transitions where it's needed, in my opinion. I don't like where you need it at all. Nothing, nothing concerning Charlene Temple with this album. But again, let me just round up his regular burner, you know, cocky, confident. I better pass you, you know, we've got that Afrobeat vibes, Caribbean vibes, and of course his new audience, hip-hop and R&B. So I think in trying to do all this stuff, trying to, you know, balance all this music, I don't think he did too badly in bringing all these songs together, because as problematic as Bonner is, man, <laughs> the boy is sabi, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> he knows his stuff, man. <laughs> Alright, man, over to you. Alright, so... Good reviews, like you said. I think that blows my mind on this album is that no two producers, like a, a producer didn't produce two tracks. So there's mm. 15 songs, or well, I won't say 15 songs, but they're two, they're two, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, so they're 13 songs and they're 13 different producers. So, like, I mean, not like 13 different producers, but like yeah. the same producer doesn't produce. But speaking two of production, there's a couple shots here. Like the producers, like when you go to the production credits, it's like all those diddy things. Like, like you see, like five producers, five engineers, yeah. five of all those. And when you guys go and check the credits, you see that like Grammy nominated, Grammy award winning. So, yeah. anyways, continue. Right. Exactly. So, it's it's one of those things where it's like, I mean, I think there's only one song that had like one producer, but besides that, there were like multiple producers on each song. Yeah. And it's just the fact that he had all of that. He was on tour last year and the album still sounds cohesive. I don't know yeah. how it worked. Yeah. Like that was the first thing that blew my mind. I was like, ah, how does this thing still like it still works? Of course, when the singles came out, we thought, oh, he was going all Yankee and Afrobeat exactly. is gone. But the whole like the core of the album is still the half Afrobeats, Afro Fusion, Afro RB, whatever you want to call it. Like that's the yeah. core of the album. The best song for me right now is They Play. And they play. If I'm lying, I know a lot of people don't like the, <laughs> the Jerko song, but I still feel like I still feel like that is exactly what you want from an artist. Like I want an artist to tell me what's what's pissing him off or what's not. Yeah, I, I'm, just, I'm, I'm probably not gonna agree with that. Like tell, yeah. tell me, hey, what what is up on your mind? I don't want an artist just be like giving me the same thing over yeah. and over and over again. And this is what I call like this is what I address as substance. Like, yeah, you have to be okay. What is bothering you? David O did it on his album as well, man. Yeah, yeah. you know, he, everybody calls him a womanizer, and he asks, "Do you want me to be gay?" Like, it's, these are the things that you want. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> it's true though because I'm not So, so these are the things that you want, and I, I love this song like a lot. I would even prefer if Jacob wasn't on it, but yes, these um, the RZA, like you said, I I don't understand. I didn't see it. Like, I didn't yeah, see why. Yeah, interlude. I was talking about your um, tenants of of life. It's wisdom. It's it's beautiful. I'm like, <laughs> keep this shit on the whole album, mean, man. This? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you know he wants to say that. Okay, these are all the things that you know he's striving for. I don't yeah. know. Maybe he's telling us something because he told them. I don't know. I don't know. But <laughs> it's out there. Like you said, tested, approved, and trusted. A standout 
standout song. City Boys is gonna bang. Oh, man, this is the first time like Shave Vice was really palatable for us. Man. I see. Well, well true. Yeah, I, well, I don't lie. They were very, it was very audible on this one. Yeah. <laughs> on boots. Encore, like yo, bro. Like maybe that's why I don't like. Maybe, maybe that's why I don't like. Maybe I like the the, the chaos shave vibes. I know this one. I just sounded very. Literally, that's yeah. what I was gonna say. You like chaos? Are you that strive and live in I, it? I think so. Now I think I like chaos, chaotic music. <laughs> so yes, and of course, there's the Taliban song, which which he has literally taken for himself. Bro, like, yes, so that bro, song, yeah, is, I, I, that, I, that remix is his as of right now. So. Yeah, like it's a solid body of work for someone as problematic as Burner. Yeah, exactly. So that's the one to the Yang man, a problematic person, but still gives us solid bodies. Of what, work, do so. what do you think this like ranks on his category? Like them twice and tall, all the others. Like let's let just after from them twice as tall era. That's like the era where it started. Like is it African giant? Like the era where it started. Like segueing a bit. What do you think this ranks? Okay, so I would I'll start from outside. I kind of like start. I like starting from outside because I also had Ye. That's yeah, yeah, Ye true, true, now. yeah, exactly. So from Ye to this, it rank anywhere from I think it will rank like three. Okay. So it would be outside American African Giants are ahead of it, one and two. So African Giants outside better than better than Love Than Me. Like, I think this is better than Love Than Me for me. Okay. There's some there's some songs on Love Me that I really didn't go I back to. I didn't yeah, like yeah. at all. I, I I think so too. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I think I this is more. I think this is one. This is shorter. It's like 13 songs to be honest. Yeah. It's 13 songs on this. It's shorter, so yeah, like it, it minutes plays also, better. Yeah. yeah, bro, it plays better. I have a joke. Ask me my written about the album. Ask my written for the album. <laughs> Ask me. Big seven. <laughs> <laughs> But now I can't tell the joke again because you got the joke. So it's a big seven for me. <laughs> it's a big seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. That's yeah, man. I think it's a very enjoyable album, like you said. I'll go back to it, you know. It, I didn't really skip any song. Maybe like as I play it, I might get tired of some songs. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm tired of this song, but you played very well. Very good album. Nothing mind-blowing like, oh, Bernard is it, but it's a good album to to bump so i'm not i'm not mad at it at all man not mad at it at all yeah man so yeah and yeah that's it thank you guys for listening to this episode of afro beats weekly we hope you enjoyed it proper proper pod drops next week we are going back to our regular schedule program bringing you the news reviews and all those other things you like about this podcast make sure you subscribe to the podcast on apple pod google's pod and spotify or wherever you get your podding from we would love to hear from you use the hashtag afrobeats weekly if you like banners new album let us know please leave us comments suggestions and send new music to fanmail at afrobeatspod.com also don't forget to follow us on twitter and instagram on afro on at afrobeatspod we will catch you next week where we are fully back peace out people peace out peace it's poor my joke and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>